Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Sis podcast. It is season two, episode three, and you are here with your host, Sharon. And today we will be looking at, yeah, you guessed it, it is in the title. We will be looking at comparison. Now, this is one thing no one likes to admit that they're battling with, but many people do. It's something that most people have dealt with or will deal with at one point in their life. And you know, if no one wants to admit it, I will be the first to confess that I struggled really badly with comparison with this. And you know, once in a while, I am faced with the temptation to engage in comparison. So I just wanted to mention before I continue that this is a judgment-free zone. There's no judgment here. I understand the struggle and the pain and the, the discomfort with struggling with this. And I just wanted to offer some encouragement before we continue with this episode that, you know, for anyone struggling right now with comparison, freedom is possible. Being confident and secure in who you are whilst also embracing and being able to embrace the amazingness of other people and other girls specifically around you is most definitely possible. Where you are right now is not where you have to stay. So continue listening and now let's get into the episode. So first things first, I actually just wanted to talk about comparison itself. So what is comparison? And now I'm back with my definitions again. So according to the Lexico Dictionary, comparison is a consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. So that is a definition from the Lexico Dictionary. I also have my own definition because why not? I wanted to give my own definitions on what comparison is and just make it a bit more simpler and kind of apply it to this episode. And comparison in the context that we're looking at it in this episode is when you measure yourself up against something or someone to see where you fit in, whether it be for the better or worse. So that's my definition. You know, comparison stems from a lack mindset, which is also known as a poverty mindset. And this is basically the feeling or belief of never having enough. And, you know, if you were to have a glass of water filled up halfway, someone with this mindset, so a lack mindset or poverty mindset, would view this glass as being half empty rather than being half full. It's the belief and the mindset that there is always something missing, that you don't have enough. So now moving on quickly, I wanted to talk about how comparison actually works. And I always say this in the episodes because, yes, I want to equip you with tools to break out of these destructive cycles and patterns of thinking and believing about yourself so you can be empowered and confident. But I also desire to show you how these things work. So as you move on your journey in wholeness, that you're able to identify when these things may try to creep up. So you're able to, you know, deal with it immediately. So that's why I usually, you know, talk about how these things work. So you are able to identify it in your life. And also, so you can be someone that can help others, you know, break free from these things as you're able to help them identify it as well. So yeah, I wanted to talk about how comparison actually works. From personal experience, I've identified that comparison can work in two ways. There may be more ways in which comparison manifests itself and in ways that comparison works, but I'm just going to focus on these two specific ways for this episode. 
And the first way that comparison can operate and work is a person looking at someone else, but from a place of lack. And if you were to operate in comparison this way, this would basically be you comparing yourself to another person to see where you fall short and to see where you don't measure up. You could be comparing yourself to someone's personality, looks, talents, the relationships they have, or even what they own physically, like their physical possessions. And what this form of comparison usually does is that it leads to the individual that is doing the comparing, feeling that they're not good enough, like they don't have enough, because they're so focused on what they think they don't have. And as a result, they can't appreciate what they do have and who they actually are. People who compare themselves in this way, most times it's unintentional, but yeah, they unintentionally put themselves under the shadow of another person. And in doing this, they stop the light from shining and highlighting the amazing, unique qualities and gifts that they actually have and possess. Now, the second way that comparison can manifest is the person that is doing the comparing, striving against others. And this is kind of like on the opposite end of the spectrum. And this is where the person doing the comparing looks down on others to make themselves feel better about where they are at. Someone who compares in this way would usually compare to see how they can be better than the next person. And from that place, striving towards that. And where in the previous example, the person comparing looks at what they don't have. In this example, the person looks at what they do have in comparison to others and feeding off of that and basically making it their mission to strive so they always have one more than the next person. You know, this form of comparison stems from competitiveness, but it can lead to pride. And I just wanted to say, side note, this is something that those who tend to be competitive in nature need to be intentional to watch out for. You know, there's nothing wrong in wanting to be the best in all that you do and wanting to excel and wanting to be on top because you are amazing, but you must be focused on yourself and your own progress and know what other people are doing. So basically, this is me saying for those who tend to be competitive in nature, it's important for you to stay in your lane. Seek to be a better version of yourself. Seek to grow each day to be that lifelong learner, you know, developing and seeking to grow personally rather than trying to one-up other people. Seek to be a better version of yourself. If you tend to be competitive in nature, use that for your advantage and make yourself your own competition. Obviously, giving yourself grace, of course, not beating yourself up if you find that you have a day that is not as great as the day before, but seeking to grow and be that lifelong learner to walk in excellence and not be stagnant, basically, but stay in your lane. Don't be focused on what other people are doing. Yes, people can be inspiration and they can inspire you to, you know, want to grow, but they should never be competition where you are moving because you want to be better than the next person. That's not right. That comes from a place of insecurity and we don't want that. And it's also important that you stay away from pride, looking at people and looking at things to see where you come up on top to feed your ego. It's not attractive. And pridefulness leads to a person becoming very self-centered and lacking in love towards others and being very uncooperative. And that's not what we're here for. I want you to walk in wholeness. I want you to be empowered and confident. And to walk in wholeness and truly be empowered and confident, it must come from a purity of heart, not you looking down on people being selfish. That's not what we're here for. We're here to have a heart that loves others, that can encourage others, that can empower others, because that's what true wholeness is. 
So I just shared two ways in which comparison can manifest in someone's life. And though these two types of comparison take different shapes or different forms, they manifest in different ways, they both stem from the same belief of not having enough. They still come from a place of insecurity. The only difference in the two ways in which this comparison operates is how the individual responds to the insecurity they have. And sometimes this can be dependent upon the person's temperament and personality. Some who may be on the more extroverted side, louder side, may respond to that insecurity by trying to cover it up and trying to, you know, strive and compete against others. However, this is not always the case and it's not necessarily set in stone. It's not one shoe fits all. I'm just saying at times someone's personality or temperament can influence the way in which they may respond to this insecurity. But once again, that's not always the case. So now just moving on, I just wanted to say this, like, you know, in this day and age, comparison has become so common that it's been normalized. But I wanted to say that comparison is not normal, it's not normal at all. We were never created to be compared. And that is because we are all unique individuals. We all have a unique skill set, a unique personality trait, characteristics, you know, desires, interests, even physical features that are specific for what we have been placed here on earth to do and accomplish. We were all made intentionally and uniquely. You know, if you want proof of just how unique you are and that you are the only you here on this earth, just get your finger out and look at your fingerprint. There is no one here on this earth that has ever had that fingerprint And there will never be anyone here on this earth that will ever have that fingerprint. Even identical twins have unique fingerprints. And that is it. It's because you are unique. And, you know, this leads me into the dangers of comparison. What comparison actually does is that it strips a person of their unique identity and it ultimately robs them of their unique purpose and calling in life. Because like I shared last week, to be able to walk in your purpose and your destiny, to be able to actually walk in wholeness, You must know who you are, because once you know who you are, you will know what you are about. A person who struggles with comparison could become so focused on where they feel they fall short and what other people are doing that they miss out on what they are supposed to be doing. And even if they know what they're supposed to be doing, they may find themselves faced with the challenge of not having the confidence to walk out in their unique purpose or pursue their unique desires and interests. Why? Because it seems different. And as a result, they may shy away and end up conforming or trying to model someone else's life. With a mindset that is governed by comparison, one can never find true lasting fulfillment as there will always be something else that they feel that they lack or have to do to one-up another person. In a sense, there will always be some sort of striving. And like I said before, to be able to really have fulfillment, you you have to accept who you are. You have to know who you are and accept who you are. And where comparison comes in and strips a person of their unique identity, they can't accept who they are. They may not even know who they are. And so therefore, they can't find the fulfillment that they look for You will never find fulfillment living in someone else's dream. Those who are governed by comparison will fail to live out their authentic, unique purpose and make the impact that they were created to make. And another major danger in this is that, you know, the world and the specific people that 
and our call to impact would miss out on the amazing gift and blessing that you have to offer and you had to offer by just being yourself. Remember, you are created on purpose and for a purpose and it's amazing. There are people that you are called to impact, influence and inspire and only you can do this. And you do it in a way that's specific to you, not you comparing or copying someone else's style or model. So say no to comparison and just choose to be you. And like I said last week, you make the most impact, you're most effective, you're most fulfilled when you are just you. When you get to that place of accepting your unique expression, accepting who you are and not, you know, holding it up against other people and what they are doing. The feeling of never being good enough and the unfulfillment it brings through comparison could also lead to and trigger further issues such as depression and anxiety. So we're halfway through the show. Congratulations if you've made it this far. And I just wanted to insert a little break here. So now is your chance. Here is your chance to pause the show, go stretch your legs, go for a walk if you want to before we get back into it. So you're hearing this and you are like, okay, I I get this. And now Sharon, just show me how to break out of this. Like, that's why I'm listening. I want to be free from this. I don't want to compare myself to other girls. And I don't like feeling the way that I feel. Like, I genuinely understand for anyone listening that, you know, sometimes you may have those times where you're just on Instagram and then you see something and you just feel that feeling deep inside that's just kind of like low. And it's just like, oh. So how do you actually break free from the trap of comparison? How do you actually break free from comparison? And once again, the key is to shift your mindset. I hope that as you've been following from season one and through season two, that you've been seeing the common theme that I'll always emphasize, and that is the need to change the way you think. True transformation is accomplished when you change your mindset as it's your mind that drives your actions and all that you do as a result. To see the change that you want, like lifelong, true, lasting change, the actual change, and to step into that place of wholeness and being confident and secure in your own identity, you will need to change the way you think. You will need to renew your mind. You will need to shift your thinking. And it's important that you now shift from a lack mindset to an abundance mindset. Basically, with the example of the glass cup, With an abundance mindset, someone who has this mindset would see the cup as half full as opposed to empty. It's the mindset of having enough and not lacking anything. Regardless of what it looks like, you have enough, you have what you need. And so shifting into this mindset, first and foremost, it leads me to bring back the Dear Sis Mindset Framework. And so when seeking to break free from comparison and change the way you think, Shifting from a place of lack to a place of abundance, the first thing that you would do is that you would accept that there is an issue. You would accept that there is an issue with comparison. And step two, you would now let go of that old way of thinking. And with comparison, comparison doesn't just come from nowhere. Where it's a deep-rooted struggle, it shows that there are experiences or something that you have experienced that has caused this way of thinking. And most times it's from words spoken at you, things that may have been done to you that has caused this way of thinking. 
So for some people, it may have been a thing of where words were once spoken at you or you experienced things which made you feel less than than other girls because you may have been put down by other people in comparison to other girls. You know, as these things happen over time, these words that may have been spoken to you eventually somewhere down the line became your own voice in your own head because you now began to believe and agree with this way of thinking, adopted this way of thinking, and now you are living out this way of thinking and it's now manifesting in the form of comparison. You know, I usually say that if you say something enough times, you will eventually begin to believe it and it could be good or bad. And this is an example of that, you know, where there has been words of comparison that affected you and began to cause your mind to agree and align with this way of thinking. And so in putting off and letting go of that old way of thinking, you would need to now process, process through this. And so the first thing that you would do would be to identify the root cause of this comparison. And you would basically ask yourself, where did this comparison issue start from? Was there a key incident? Was there something that was said that really hurt you or something that really stuck with you that was said? Or were there a series of events that caused this mindset? And once you identify the root cause, you would need to ask yourself, how did it affect you? What did these situations or what did this incident cause you to believe about yourself? How did it make you feel? Also, what do these experiences of comparison cause you to feel about yourself? How do you feel about yourself when you find yourself in this comparison cycle? Also, you would need to identify what behaviours manifested as a result of this comparison. Do you find yourself, you know, looking at people from the place of lack and feeling less than and feeling upset and low? Or do you find yourself on the other end of the spectrum, striving and trying to be better than any everyone? Do you find yourself always comparing yourself? Do you find yourself that, you know, that you can't celebrate other girls or you can't celebrate other people because you just feel upset at where you're at? You will need to identify these things. And obviously, in this stage, you would need to acknowledge your feelings, your emotions and deal with the hurt it would involve you processing through your emotions and this can be quite triggering for some don't suppress your emotions but identify them so you can process through them and eventually get to this place and so it leads me now to release and in this step you would need to break agreements with the negative emotions and negative ways of thinking you would need to break agreements with the lies and the words that broke you down you would need to basically release these situations that made you feel unworthy you would need to release forgiveness towards anyone who caused you pain and also forgive yourself for where you may have found yourself comparing yourself and so moving on once you've done that you would now put on a new way of thinking and this would be the stage where you bring yourself into agreement with words that empower you words that enable you to thrive and grow you would bring yourself into agreement with words that empower you in that you are created for a specific purpose and you can't be compared that you are a masterpiece that your expression the way you are the way you do things is amazing you would build yourself up with words that will influence your thinking and bring yourself into agreement with this belief that you are enough that you're not lacking that you are complete yes there are areas where we all need to grow but you are complete And once you've done this, you would affirm the new way of thinking. And this would be to continuously train your mind to think in this way that empowers you. Affirm yourself daily with these words. Speak them to yourself and you will eventually begin to believe it. It will become part of your belief system. 
Remember, words create worlds and you will live in the fruit of the words that you choose to allow into your life. So choose the right words. Choose to continuously immerse yourself with words that enable you to thrive as that unique masterpiece who is enough right where they are. And with everything, you, there may be times where you may find the old way of thinking, trying to slip up, or you may find yourself faced with that temptation to compare. But in those moments when you see that arising, be intentional to capture that thought, shut it down and enforce the new way of thinking. And now from this place of, you know, shifting your mindset, letting go of the old to, you know, shift and bring yourself into agreement with a new way of thinking. I just want to share some things that you can implement in your day-to-day life that will help you stay free from comparison. And one thing could be, you will now seek to discover and also accept who you are. You would seek to discover, you know, what is actually your unique expression? What do you actually stand for? What are your passions and desires? As you discover this, you would choose to accept who you are as this unique individual You would accept your unique personality, your interests and desires, acknowledging that though your qualities may be different to other people's, your qualities are just as amazing. It's just unique. You would recognize the positive aspects of your personality and build on them while improving on the areas that require a bit more attention. And you would do this knowing that you are enough right where you are and that we are all works in progress, just growing. You would also now, from this place, choose gratitude. And you will choose gratitude for yourself in that regardless of where you may find yourself right now, you are blessed, you know, you are alive. And so there is always hope. You you choose gratitude in that the journey that you're on is tailored specific to you to bring out the gifts, skills, talents that you have, and also to refine and develop you and your character in the way that you need to be, to be best live out your call and make the impact that you have been created here on earth to make the things the opportunities that will come your way are specific to you for you to actually make the impact that you've been called to make the people that that will come into your life and the amount of people that will come into your life are specific to you to help you and for you to help them you would choose to be thankful for what you do have and focus on these things and you would also choose gratitude for others. You would also choose to celebrate with others and rejoice when they succeed and hit that milestone in their lives. And remember that you are not missing out because they are thriving. Because you have your own lane with your own specific and unique blessings. You know, your portion is yours and their portion is theirs. Another thing that you could do is speak blessings over others. You know, verbally declare that they succeed in all that they do. And verbally wish them well. You know, when you see or you may sense comparison trying to creep up, speaking blessings over a person and wishing them well, like speaking well of them and wanting them to do well and verbally voicing that out helps to change your heart posture. And it brings you into agreement with an abundance mindset that you know that there's plenty of room at the table. Them thriving and hitting a milestone doesn't take away from you. I found that personally that this helped shut down any feelings of comparison and it softened my heart towards the people, the girls that I would compare myself to. You know, choosing to wish them well and wanting them to succeed and have even more that they had really shifted my mindset in that there is more than enough and it softened my heart. It created in me an actual desire over time for them to succeed and do well and genuinely want them to thrive. Another thing that you could do and one thing that you should do is to change your focus and remember reality. You know, you have things to do, so do it. Don't neglect your dreams and what you should be doing because you're so concerned with what other people are doing. 
remember that you are here to create a difference too. And the difference that you are made to create is as important, just as important, very needed. It's just unique. And, you know, when you focus on doing what you are supposed to do, you are less likely to fall into comparison. Sometimes we find ourselves falling into comparison and all these things because we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And so we have so much time on our hands. And it's kind of like, you know, you're you're meant to be tending a field or a gar- your garden, for example. And instead of tending your garden, you're looking at other people's gardens and getting upset that plants are growing, fruit is growing, and your garden is just nothing. And it's because you're not putting in the work to do what you should be doing. You know, if you were to tend to your garden, you would see fruit, you would see growth, you would see change. You'll be focused on your own progress and making sure that your garden grows and thrives and excels. And you won't have time to compare. So yeah, change your focus, focus on yourself. (laughs) And also try to empathize with those who as you may see on social media and realize, you know, the reality of life. You know, everyone has hard times. Everyone has bad weeks. Everyone has down days. And not many people will share that. No one's life is perfect. So remember that, you know, when you're scrolling on Instagram and you may be seeing a post where someone is celebrating something or it may look like they're doing la vida loca, you know, remember that they are just showing you a highlight. And also where you may see where people are thriving and excelling online and doing amazing stuff. The truth is that you actually may not necessarily know what those people that you compare yourself to have gone through to be where they are. Not many people, like I said, will show you their struggles and the sacrifices that they had to make to have the breakthrough that they're currently walking in and that you see. So another thing that I would suggest that you implement and cultivate, you know, in your heart and your character is to choose love. Remember, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor. It's not self-seeking and it's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Where you choose to walk in love, you won't find yourself envying another person. When you find yourself choosing love, you would want others to win, and you'll be happy when they are elevating. You would seek the best for another person. And so, choose love. Another thing that should be a regular part of your routine moving forward is to have regular detoxes. And I'm speaking specifically regarding social media. Yes, we are in a social media age and it's everywhere. Everyone's in social media. But it's okay to have regular detoxes. Be careful. Don't get caught up in consumer culture. Be intentional to take time out to touch base with yourself so you regain your focus and clarity concerning where you're going. And also not get distracted by all the things that you see. Remember that you're not missing out. TikTok and Instagram will still be there when you return. And one last thing in regards to things that you can, you know, implement in your day-to-day life as you move forward with that renewed mind and so that you stay free from comparison would be to take regular self-audits and have regular reflections of yourself to identify any comparison that may creep up from time to time so you're able to deal with it immediately. It's so important that you deal with those things immediately because if you don't deal with it immediately, it grows and it becomes a bigger issue. It's kind of like if you have a weed in your garden, the longer it takes for you to deal with it, the more of an issue it will be. 
or if there is an infected wound that you may have, the longer that it takes for you to deal with that infected wound, the more infected it will be. And so it will cause more harm. In the case where you have your reflections and you ha you find that there's some comparison that will begin to fester up, what you would need to do is, you know, capture the thoughts and the feelings that had been arising, deal with them, break agreements with them, reject them, refuse to partner with them any longer, and intentionally affirm yourself with words that empower you and enable you to embrace your unique identity with the knowledge that you are enough right where you are. And also, what you would need to do is be intentional to have the right boundaries for the purposes of guarding your heart and your mind so that that comparison that was creeping up doesn't creep up ever again. And so by having the right boundaries, I mean that maybe you may find that you have to have regular detoxes. So maybe you may have to have a detox from social media or whatever it may be once a month. Your boundaries will be specific to you. Everyone is different. And obviously, you would need to keep your mind renewed. And you would do this by, you know, refreshing your mind with words daily that empower you. And you'll keep your mind renewed by staying focused, staying focused on what empowers you and staying focused on what you've been placed on this earth to do and doing it diligently. It's so important that you keep your mind renewed. It's so important that you keep your mind in agreement and in alignment with the words that empower you and that you refuse to take on the old ways of thinking. It's kind of like going to the gym to lift weights. You're new, you've never lifted before, but now you want to tone up and now it's time for change in your personal life. You know, you may change your diet to eat more balanced and more healthily and you may invest time in lifting weights. Now, because you're new to this, you know, starting off would be hard and uncomfortable and painful. But as you continue to eat well and continue constantly lift these weights, you'll start to see that you're getting stronger and that the pain and the discomfort that you once felt when you would lift the weights aren't as bad as before. Eventually, you would realize you're not feeling pain at all, and it's something that you're used to, and you would see a change in your body. However, if you were to stop when you start to see transformation and you start to see change and decided to stop lifting weights and stop eating right, you would gradually grow weaker and your muscles will begin to deteriorate. You may even find that the health issues that you once dealt with, such as fatigue, may start to arise again. And eventually, over time, you find yourself right back at square one. Think of it as a muscle in your mind that you must be continuously exercising and maintaining. You know, as you begin on this journey of mind renewal and transformation, breaking out from comparison and shifting into the new, it will be uncomfortable at first, but then you will find yourself beginning to align yourself with the ways that empower you. You'll find that you aren't comparing yourself as much, and it's amazing. But if you're to stop, you know, training your mind in the way that you need to train your mind, you will find over time that you deteriorate. So it's so important that you keep your mind renewed, that you don't grow complacent. I'm telling you from personal experience. I shared this in like the trailer episode of season one of this whole podcast. I was seeing progress in my life in every area and I began, I stopped doing the things that I should have done. I stopped doing the daily affirmations. I was relaxed with the boundaries that I once placed. And I found that I was back at square zero, not even square one, but square zero. And I had to go through that whole process again. And so I share this from personal experience. Don't waste time. Keep your mind continuously renewed. And remember that, yes, you are on a journey and growing. And there will be times where there is a temptation to wallow in comparison. And even the most confident people are faced with that. So don't feel disheartened when you find those things or ways of thinking trying to rise up from time to time. But it's important that when those feelings do arise, that you deal with them immediately. 
how you respond in those moments will really determine growth and transformation. Your growth and your maturity will be seen in that you recognize this and you're like, uh, no, I'm not going to entertain this at all. I shut it down and I affirm that I'm amazing. I'm unique. I am enough. I am on my own lane and journey that no one can be on. And so I just say that so you are encouraged and so you want this heart in when you may find yourself falling into comparison or comparison wanting to creep up. You know, it will happen. It happens to everyone. And so now with this being said, it just draws me to a close. It draws me to the end of this episode. I do hope that you have received the tools that you need to break out of comparison and stay free from comparison. I do hope that it has shed light. But I just want everyone to know who may be struggling with comparison right now. You are enough right where you are. You are not lacking in anything. You are unique, created for a specific purpose. Yeah. Connect with me on social media at the Disses Podcast and also at the Disses Movement page on Instagram. Also feel free to join the Facebook movement group page. And all the information will be in the show notes. Yeah, until next time. I hope you all have a lovely day, a lovely evening, lovely week, and yeah. Bye.